And just like that, we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's home field for great sports betting. The latest ProLine offers are here. And you can earn up to $100 in tokens until December 31st, okay? Spend an amount of $25 or more on single-game wager on ProLine or Stadium Bets from December 5th to December 31st and receive a $10 token that can be used on Fantasy. A total of 10 tokens can be earned during the promotion period. That's up to $100 towards ProLine Fantasy. Tokens earned must be used by January 31st, 2023. Bet on ProLine all season long at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or over. Nothing better than getting back in the, the studio after being away. You know, you go to Cape Breton, you come home, you feel the love. You know, your your family asks, how was the trip? How is everything? Your girlfriend asks you, how are you? Everyone wants to know how you are when you're away. And that's a perfect example of uh, of Alex Pace coming on this podcast now, being away from home and coming home and getting a, a standing ovation from the Halifax crowd where he grew up. Um, leaving home is tough. That's definitely one of the themes of the podcast today uh, we had with Alex. But coming home, you feel the love. You feel the energy. You feel the... The, the gratefulness that people see in you, I guess you could say. Taking a risk and leaving home to, to go chase a dream and um, not knowing if that dream is going to come true, it's tough. That's, a lot of people aren't uh, willing to do that. And Alex definitely um, was willing to, to pack up his backpack and I guess you could say pack up his lacrosse bag and, and go around the world and compete against some of the best players in the world. And it's all paid off and it all paid off... Uh, 10 times over when he, he came back here and played in front of the Halifax crowd. Uh, when he came over to the studio yesterday, you could see the gratefulness in his eyes. He was very, um, you could tell maybe even a little bit, a little bit overwhelmed with all the, the love he was receiving over the past couple of days. He just got back from an elementary or a junior high school uh, that he went to, actually. Um, he had a great talk with the kids. Um, and, you know, just seeing family and friends as well. It's 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 overwhelming. Uh, having all these people reach out to you and say congratulations. And I could see that in his eyes. You could tell that in his tone of voice. But overall, um, he had no regrets in the things that he was saying. He was happy he left. He was happy of the decisions that he made as a younger man. And it's kind of all come full circle for him. Uh, Anyways, great episode. Alex Pace, Philadelphia Wings, NLL. I'm Justin Belanger. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. One of my favorite guests to come on uh, this thing we like to call the High Button Podcast, Mr. Alex Pace. Welcome back, sir. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm going for the old time uh, guest <laughs> appearance number. <laughs> well, you're right down the road. It's too. It's 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 just too convenient. All right, Pacer, come on up. Exactly. Let's have a little chat. Have exactly. a little coffee. The the guy brings a coffee for me. I appreciate it. What a big week for uh, what a big week for you. What a big week for Lacrosse, Nova Scotia, and I guess just. Uh, I don't know. It's it, it, you don't even really know where to start, man. It's it's kind of like a dream come true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people ask me about it, and I was saying, you know, it's honestly even more than a dream come true. Like it's if you told the twelve-year-old Alex that I would be playing in the NLL in Halifax, I would have never believed you because a, I probably didn't even know what the NLL was, <laughs> and b, we didn't have a team. So, uh, but yeah, to get on that floor. Um, in front of all my family and, and hear the crowd and stuff was no feeling like it. Like I was, I had chills, you know, I was almost emotional a couple of times. Like, it's just like, you're looking into the crowd and normally like when I'm playing in Toronto or Buffalo or Atlanta, like I'm warming up in the arenas full, but I don't know a single person there and you're on the floor and it's like, it's almost like, it's kind of nice to not know anyone. Cause you like, maybe makes you feel a little more relaxed, but this game, it was like, Every every face I looked, I, I knew the person or it was my cousin or, you know, it was my, my uncle or my, my dad. So definitely added some to it, but uh, no, it was incredible, man. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like how you said a little emotional. How can you not get emotional? You know, you, you talk about the grind that you put into the game and the process of getting to become a, a pro player and then the treat on top of it. You got to think about the timing of the NLL has been around for how long? When, when did it originate? I want to say like the 80s. So the 80s, and then just randomly in the past four years, there's a team put in Halifax. Yeah, and it was the year that I got drafted was the Halifax team's first year. So it was just like, it's it's unbelievable, man. Like the chances of that happening are 
probably pretty slim, but no, I mean, definitely it was emotional, like seeing uh, my little cousin there. He's like six or seven now. Mm. He just started playing lacrosse and like they had a sign made up like welcome home and he was holding it and I went over threw him a ball like you know just to like to to be in the position I'm in um and just recognizing kind of the impact you can have on on these kids and especially someone in your family like yeah that's that's as cool as it gets that's awesome so what was the the travel schedule like leading up were you here already were you in ontario did you fly to philly philly to halifax how did everything work before and yeah. also well I'll, I'll ask the ticket question later but okay the first question yeah, yeah how, how did so the travel work i uh, i'm living in st Catharines, ontario so we uh flew in from toronto it was good actually because most times i fly out of buffalo um because then most of the games are in uh, the u.s so it's domestic flight but uh the, the games in Canada we all fly to Toronto so like the whole team was there for the same flight whereas a lot of times we're flying in it's like we have our little Niagara crew but um it was kind of fun to have everyone there and, and the boys were making it a a big week for me they were they were uh, pretty fired up for me and they knew how much it meant so everyone was uh pretty fired up for me but yeah so we flew in uh Thursday night no pracky um coach didn't want to go to the gray arena you know I don't know uh <laughs> he he uh he thought the conditions weren't going to be great there so i told him hey man he's like no we're not practicing there i'm like hey man i played a lot of games there so <laughs> but uh so yeah we had a nice dinner down on the waterfront the boys were loving it everyone was getting seafood they're saying how good it was then we had a little saturday morning uh shoot around actually or it was friday morning but actually uh my gear didn't show up so I get to Halifax, everyone's like, oh, the, the king's back. The mayor of Halifax, they're all fired up for me. And then my gear doesn't show up. I'm like, I, I haven't had one game in my career that my game didn't, my gear didn't show up. And the game in Halifax doesn't show up. But thankfully, we had practice 9 a.m. the next morning. My gear showed up at the hotel at 8.45. <laughs> there was five of us, actually, that didn't have gear. I would have been thinking prank right away. I was thinking, like, did these Thunderbird guys have something to say about that? But no, that Toronto <laughs> airport is, that's a, that's the worst place on earth. So. Oh, yeah. Whitney had the good rant about that. Apparently, it's, it's just trash. It's actually unreal. And, of course, like, I mean, come on. It's a direct flight. Like, how's, like they just didn't put the bags on. But whatever. So we got our gear uh, Saturday or Friday morning. And then uh, nice little shoot around. Boys are feeling good. And then uh, went to the Blue Nose for lunch. Had a nice, uh, you know, seafood and yeah, no, the boys were the boys were really happy with Halifax. They were saying that, you know, a couple guys like Isaiah Davis Allen. He's from Baltimore, and so he's like, like he's like, oh, do you guys have uh, late night food in Ontario? Like he thinks it's all like uh, rural, like Canada's like all rural, right? And he's like, man, I thought Halifax was gonna be this little like little bumble town. This this place is unreal. Like I might move out here. Like these guys are loving it, man. So. It's just cool to have them all experience Halifax, like where you're from. Like, this is where I grew up. This is where, you know, I played my sports and became who I am. So, no, it was cool to have those guys really get a feel for the city. You never hear someone say, oh, I was in Halifax, had a shit time. You never, never. He, you don't hear never. that. Never. And and it's it actually funny. I had this conversation with my buddies the other day. So, because I'm from Halifax and grew up here and I think people from Halifax maybe take it a little for granted being from Halifax but it's funny because living in Ontario I always see people coming out to Halifax and like you get like the perspective of someone from Ontario being in Halifax and they're like this place is amazing like the the scenery is so nice and like you're so lucky to be from there I'm like yeah you're right but then you get the people from Halifax that go to Ontario and they're like oh Ontario is the greatest you know like I think it's one of those things where People like to think that where they're from is maybe not as great as it as it is, and like yeah. you know, you kind of take it for granted. So for me, I've kind of had that perspective of like how people outside Halifax view it, and everyone loves it. So I think that just makes me more proud to be from here. You know? Yeah, well said. It it, it Halifax has that stigma of bringing it up anywhere in the world, and you could just say I'm from here, and then I feel like there's a story. Oh yeah, my cousin was in Halifax once. Is there a bar there called the the, yeah. the Nelly Dirties, or is that? Do you know a guy named Glenn that works? At, and it's just like, yeah, I do know that guy. It's, there's always like something that can connect you to uh, 
to a good story. And you can be anywhere in the world. As long as you have like a Canada flag on you, there's a shot in the dark that someone knows someone from Nova Scotia. Yeah. It's a nice feeling. Yeah, no, it is. And it just, yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's cool to see like the perspective of people from outside Halifax, how they view it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're from Halifax. Why would you leave? You know, that's sort of a question I get all the time. And mm. it's like, well, I had to play lacrosse somewhere. But mm. um, I think people from Halifax, like just appreciating what we have here and, and understanding how lucky we are how uh how light are your pockets did you have to pay the hundred dollar the hundred tickets did you have to pay for them or the uh, team help no out no no i uh so each player gets four the on the away team um so i had everyone's tickets and oh, like, they, the boys hooked you the boys gave you their tickets yeah oh, so my no. dad did oh, buy wow. some my dad bought some because we were a little worried like we wanted to make sure that like my family like immediate family didn't have to pay um but pretty much uh yeah like i got every single ticket on the team like even like our training like equipment guy our media guy they get tickets and they don't have anyone here so i got like over 70 just from the wings oh man so that's that's awesome yeah man it was sick it was sick so it was like it was funny hearing from my boys after like because i i I was mostly giving them to my buddies from high school and and like guys that i played high school hockey with and stuff and they're like it was like a Spryfield reunion up there, like a bunch of guys that they hadn't seen, like they hadn't seen all those guys in one place since we were in high school. So like that, and that's what I wanted it to be for them, you know. Like obviously, I was focused on the game, whatever, but like I wanted them to just be like, everyone's here for one reason, and we're all together. Like you know, that's that, family. Was, that was unreal. Yeah, that's great. It was unreal. How proud? Uh, obviously, your parents are really proud of you. But I feel like it kind of uh, came, you know, it was a little bit more amplified here at home because you get to see family and friends and you get to see everyone say, Alex, I'm so proud of you. You know, how, how proud are your parents? Are, are, are they of you? And what do they say to you? Yeah, I mean, my parents, I think, you know, they've been they've been proud of my whole journey and, and everything that I do and continue to do. And, and they've been there right there with me, guiding me every step of the way. So, um, you know, they were a huge part in even just helping distribute the tickets. And, you know, it was a lot of yeah, work. Yeah. It was a lot of work for them, too. And, you know, I know everyone was hitting them up. Uh, can we go here before? Can we go? So it was like, you know, they got to feel like um, kind of what it felt like uh, to, to you know, everyone make a big deal out of it. So, uh, you know, I was just super happy that they got to experience that as well as, as a part of it for me. But, um, you know, I think honestly the the feedback and the and the love I got from the crowd and stuff was even more than I had imagined. Like they announced us on, they announced uh, the starting lineup and I honestly think when they said my name, it was it was louder than any other cheer. And at one point there, they gave a standing ovation. So, um, you know, that was just unbelievable. And even more than I could have imagined, like I'm still today, like it's hard to believe that that really happened. But the love that I got from everyone here, you know, that that'll never I'll never forget that day and, and how I felt. And, you know, it was hard not to be emotional. I was pretty uh, frustrated during the game. So it was like. You know, if we were winning and that happened, I might have been a little more joyous at the time. But why? Like, what did you do? Like I was like when they. I was actually like, so I was wave? I was standing up on the bench and they put me up on the jumbotron and they said uh, like Halifax alumni Alex Pace and they started clapping and I was like at first I was kind of just still focused on the game and I was listening to it and then they kept me up there and I gave up and gave a little wave and but I was I, it was like we were down ten. It's tough. And it's my home open. And like home opener, season opener, like in my mind, we were coming in here and getting a big win. You know, that that at the end of the day, I was there to win the game. And everything else was amazing, but it was also kind of just outside noise from a player perspective. So, but no, actually feeling that and, and uh, just the whole overall support I got from the lacrosse community, the whole week leading up, like... It was it was incredible, man. I just can't wait to play here again, and and you know we'll be back. So um, it's not like it's just a one and done thing, right? It's yeah. that's the first one, but there's going to be more. So it's great. That's awesome. I wanted to know if everyone listening, if you don't know, Pacer behind his house, there's like um, <coughs> excuse me, there's like a little court um, behind his house, and there's a a lacrosse net, field lacrosse net, and is it field or no? Is it box? Yeah, there's yeah, it's a field, field. Out there. And uh, I was, I've been lucky enough to play with you. Some of the boys, we get out there and we have a chuck. I was wondering if you played just like a little shoot around while you were here. 
Uh, what do you mean? Like, did you just like go with the shoot. boys? Yeah. Like, did you just leave or just even by yourself? Oh, um, did no. You, no. Honestly, like, it's uh, the schedule is so tight. Like, when you're in the town that it's, like, all just, like, like, we went to dinner and then it was, like, 9 o'clock and it was, like, I went over to my parents and just said hi, dropped a little, a couple things off for the game. But then it was, you know, back to bed at the hotel and then practice in the morning and then it's, like, dinner or lunch and then it's, like, I'm a big pre-game nap guy. Because, oh, yeah. honestly, I don't sleep great in the hotels the night before. It's just hard. Like, you're in a different environment. Like, and obviously said that, too. Obviously, can't do it. Obviously, this game, too, it was like I had so much running through my head, like, the night before that I really had a not great sleep. But I always kind of make up for that with the nap. So, it's like, okay, whatever. I don't have a good sleep. But you get a two, three-hour nap. So, um yeah, so I didn't have any time pregame. So I'm hoping uh, I'll definitely get my stick out uh, with some of the fellas before I leave. But yeah, pregame, like it was it was just all focus. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like, yeah, like right from the, the boys didn't want to practice at the gray. So we just went behind my hose. <laughs> yeah, we could have. We got right? the Philly wings back there just <laughs> practicing in the court. <laughs> that would have been sick. Yeah. <laughs> Next game, maybe. Or you should have went down to like the, uh, what's that outdoor rink down there in the south end? Outdorsbrook? Right by Smew. That yeah. would have been sick. You know, yeah. get the boys out there. Yeah. Give them a real taste Honestly. of Halifax. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah. No, that's great. That, that makes me feel even better that some of your teammates embrace the city too. And the whole ticket thing, the boys giving you the tickets, the trainers, and just making the whole transition for you easy. Because, man, like a lot not pressure but it's just a lot yeah it was a, it was a, a lot, lot of pressure man like i honestly i didn't feel like too much like pressure wise like before the game like actual nerves but like it is a lot of pressure just like everyone hit me up and it was like it's great to hear from all these people but it's just like i honestly didn't even want to look at my phone you know yeah like, like the day of and the day before like everyone's hitting you up i'm gonna be there good luck i'll see you it's just like oh, yeah. because i'm focused on that first whistle you know, like, and, and I, it's my first time in Halifax. I want to play well, you know, like, so it definitely like, it felt like a bit of a weight off my shoulders after the game. Like it, it did. If I'm being honest, like it wasn't not in a negative way, but it was just like, okay, we, we did it. You know, like the game happened, everyone got their tickets, everyone was there, everyone had a good time. Like, you know, it was just a lot of kind of external focus, but, um, you know, uh, I think it was still just super special, and and I can't wait to do it again. Do you do you think you played well personally? Like I know it, was, it sucked, you guys. It wasn't the best performance, but like, do you think the pressure got to you a little bit, or do you think you played fine and and, and everything was good? Honestly, yeah, I, I think uh, overall as a team we weren't good, but I think my personal game was it definitely wasn't my best game ever, yeah. but it I don't think I had a bad game. Like it wasn't like oh everyone's watching, like I'm feeling the pressure, like you know it was like. I still kind of did my thing. Like I definitely was, I battled to the very end. Like, you know, I had a couple late penalties. Like I was, I was frustrated throughout the whole game. So that kind of can affect your play. Um, but I was like, you know, I wanted to make an impact on that game, the whole game, you know, regardless, that's what I want to do every night. But um, yeah, I thought, I thought overall I played okay. I think I know, I think I can play better, but um it definitely wasn't like, oh man, I, all that pressure. I played bad. Like I wasn't like, I don't regret how I played at all. Yeah. So, yeah, just move on to the next one. And you know, at mm -hmm. the end of the day, it's still game one, right? So, yeah, it's interesting how when you play in front of big crowds, people go, oh, do you notice the crowd? It's like, no, you, you, you could just think you're playing at the gray arena. Like you don't even notice. Like, you're not like going on a breakaway, looking up in the top row, going, what's up? It's just you don't even no like, focus on it. It's just it's a game of lacrosse. You don't. You feel the energy. For sure. But that like helps in a positive way because it's like, you know, I just had more gas in the tank. Like I felt so good in warm ups. Like, Did you? Yeah. oh man. Yeah. And I was just like, just being there with my team and like the team felt good and warm. It's like, regardless of what happened in the game, I don't think there's anything like, it wasn't like our prep at all. Like I felt like our prep was so on point and like the energy was there from the start. It just like wasn't our night, you know, like at the end of the day that happens in sports, we didn't get a single bounce, you know. They were they came out flying. It's their home opener too, right? And that's a good team over there. So, um, but I don't think uh, it was anything to do with our prep. But yeah, when when you're talking about the crowd, like you definitely feel the energy. But uh, yeah, some of my buddies were like, "Oh, I was yelling at you. Did you hear me?" I'm yeah. like, "Dude, I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you know? 
like a couple guys said that. Oh, I was chirping you. I'm like, I didn't hear one thing. You should have been like, yeah, man, I heard you. Sorry. I was playing lacrosse. I couldn't look up. Yeah, I heard you though. <laughs> I was like, I'm not joking. A few me? people heard. A few people said that. I was yelling at you. I was saying this. I'm like, dude, I didn't hear one thing. <laughs> and there's music going too. So yeah. even like, it's loud. That's so funny. Did you hear me? I yelled at you. It's like a mom. Shoot. Yeah, shoot yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot. I'm sure my mom was uh, cheering the whole game, but no, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Except the ovation. Heard that for sure. But, yeah, man, that's sick. Yeah. It's going to be a memory you'll have for uh, the rest of your life. Yeah, seriously. You know? And, too, like, playing in that rink. Like, I'm assuming you went to Moosehead games growing up. Yeah, I went so, to lots of Moosehead games. I think, like, I don't honestly don't know if I ever played a real game there. Like, I, I feel like maybe, like, minor hockey. We played some games, but it was like, no one's there. So, it's like you're just on the ice. Like, it's not even really a big deal, but... Yeah. I definitely watched a lot of Moosehead games when, when McKinnon was there and drew in and that place was packed. And, uh, so yeah, to be on the floor there was cool. Like you're like, okay, I recognize this building. Right. So, uh, no, it was really cool. It's cool. how It, it was history too. First Nova Scotian, I think to play on that floor. I think, uh, Chet would have been the first. Yeah. Chet, but a little different. Like, I don't think Chet really grew up, uh, playing in nova scotia okay so like and yeah sort of like i'm I, I guess i was more like uh like homegrown you know yeah you came up through like i really played i played yeah i played Fort. provincial i played everything here growing up like i was a product of nova scotia lacrosse right yeah yeah it's a big accomplishment big stepping stone it's just okay he did it now i can do it yeah exactly and, that, and that's how it feels too it's like you know, we had uh, every every week we do uh, with our team, we do a team why. And one guy kind of gives his reason why he plays, essentially. And so it's like they, they gave it to me this weekend, and, and I kind of had two. So, And the first one was like, I think it was because we were in Halifax and it was such a special game for me. It was like understanding the position that I'm in now, being that professional lacrosse player and being able to leave your mark on the game. I think that's something that I've sort of understood the last couple of years in the league. Now that I'm sort of starting to say, okay, I'm going to be playing in this league for a, for a long time is like, you know, not just like, Oh, it's great. I'm here. Like I made it, you know, now it's like, how can I impact these next generation and, and, and leave my mark so that they're saying, you know, wow, I was really inspired by that or, or something he said, or, you know, because I went to his camp, like, that's what I want to do now, right? So um, I think that game just really cemented that for me. And, and I think you need to understand, and it's all, pro all professional athletes have this, you know, university athletes have this, it's like, understand the position you're in, don't take it for granted. And, you know, try and leave your mark in a positive way. That's all you can do. Mm hmm when you go to the school, you just got back from Canard Junior High. Yeah. So when you're talking to the kids, what's one of the messages you like to, to leave with them? Yeah, so I just uh, talked at my old junior high. I don't think I've been back there since, you know, uh, I was in grade nine like 10 years ago or whatever. So, um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, I was, a big message I was trying to uh, trying to leave with them today was like stepping out of your comfort zone and taking some risks. I think that was sort of, you know, and I even said it to them. I'm like, you know, I, I've done some some speaking before, but I've never really talked to 150. Like there was 150 kids there today, right? And like in the gym? In the gym, yeah. Uh -huh. Like it was a full assembly. And I was like, you know, the reason that I'm doing this today is because I learned that by stepping out of my comfort zone, that helps me grow as a person. And that makes me, um, you know, more comfortable doing things that, you know, a regular person or someone else might find uncomfortable and that's sort of what I was trying to say to them like you know when I moved to Ontario to play lacrosse like I didn't know anyone I was living with a billet family you know like a lot of a lot of people wouldn't be comfortable making that taking that risk and and you know but that's sort of if you really want to want to chase your goals especially with lacrosse that's something that you have to do so I think doing things that make you uncomfortable um, just help you really grow as a person and that can be as simple as showing up to work or showing up to practice or going for an extra run it all comes back to are you willing to push yourself are you really willing to work hard 
And uh, that's kind of what I was trying to tell to them. And it was like the habits that I learned while I was at the school at the age 11 to 13, you might not recognize them now, but that's what makes you successful down the road. And if I didn't show up to school every day and, and try to be on the honor roll, like mm-hmm. I might not have gotten to where I am now. Like it's like you might not recognize these habits now, but that's what's going to pay off down the road, right? So. Mm. Yeah, hopefully they uh, hopefully they took something from it. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome that you did that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think anytime like they asked me to come speak at my old school, it's like, yeah, why not? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's a little like, uh, you know, I was preparing for it, and you know, I, I was sitting down with my parents, kind of brainstorming what I wanted to say, and I, I don't think it went perfect. You know, there's notes, or was it just from the heart? Yeah, I had some notes, yeah. but I think uh, there was some some times where they were sort of. You know, I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, that kid's not listening. But it's like, you know, you're not there to like impact every single kid. It's like, I'm hoping that yeah. one kid takes something home or one kid says, you know what? I'm going to try lacrosse or, you know, I'm going to get ask my parents to put me in. So, you know, I think just any time you get an opportunity to do that, it's the same thing. Like I just said, leaving your mark and making an impact on the next generation. Why wouldn't you do that? Right. That's yeah. my mentality. That's awesome. Um, within the pro game of lacrosse, the team you play for, the Philadelphia Wings, do you think, I could be wording this wrong, maybe not, but do you think you're starting to gain a little bit more respect in the dressing room? As I don't, I, How many years have you been there for? Yeah, so this is my third year. You know, now. do you feel comfortable maybe, oh boys, we, you know, to, to speak up a little bit? 100%, man. Like, I think, uh, you know, I'm definitely still one of the youngest guys, but I think I've just been around now and you're just comfortable with the guys and you know, they, they respect me and, and, you know, I still wouldn't say like, I'm like, cause we have some guys who've been there for, for not necessarily on Philly, but been in the league for, you know, 10, 15, 12 years. Like we got a lot of veteran guys, but guys still, uh, you know, they respect me. And, and definitely I feel like compared to the first two years that I have more of a voice and, um, guys will listen and, and, uh, you know, come to me with things. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we have a pretty tight knit group there. Like we've been together with our core for three years now. So, you know, just, just getting comfortable with the guys and it definitely feels a lot more comfortable than my first couple of years. That's great. It makes you feel more comfortable too. It's like, okay, I can speak my mind and not shape or mold the team, but you can just, you know, it's, it's almost like Play-Doh. You can, you can shape it a little bit. Yeah. You know, okay. I need to change maybe the culture of the team. I can, you know, you just put your impact rather than just sitting in the corner and being shy and not saying anything. Exactly. And like now I've been on some successful teams in the past couple of years. Like I won a man cup this summer and I won the Bogataway cup last year at Brock. So like, I think what I learned from those teams is that, every single guy on the team has a role and you need to know your role and you need to excel in your role. And I think that by having that knowledge and just understanding where you fit in and, and now that I'm sort of having more of a voice for that, that Philly team, I think um, I can, I can have more of an impact in the room and, and I know what it takes to, to be on a successful team now. And a lot of guys on that Philly team we won with this summer. So Wow, they all know really? yeah we had eight guys on that peterborough team who'd you guys beat in the finals peterborough yeah uh we beat six nations in the ontario finals and then we beat uh langley in the man cup because they won the west wow yeah yeah there's nothing better than summer lacrosse don't get me wrong i love the nll but i love summer lacrosse just sweating it out in a barn oh it's a grind it's, it's, it's a smell it's a it it's a, a it, there's something about it I love it. Yeah, that man cup was seven games in nine days. Oh yeah, you're shed, you're shedding weight. Yeah, you lost like ten pounds. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And it's a grind. There's something about it. It's just and it, we went the full seven too, and it was like, <clears throat> you know, you, I don't know if you've played in a seven game series before. No, never. No, well, not in, well hockey. Yeah, never lacrosse. Hockey though. So yeah, you know, like the the amount of hatred you end up building up when you play a team like in a series like that, like. In the NL, it's like one game a week, so it's like, you know, you battle the guys, but it's not like you're seeing the same guys every night. And, yeah. like, so that that playoff grind, like, we went five games with Brooklyn in round one, then we went six games with Six Nations, and then seven at the Manor. So, yeah, I played a full NL season <laughs> in, like, a month. It was, it was nuts, it's bro. It's funny when you put it that way. Yeah. That's crazy. 
Yeah. And you learn in lacrosse too quickly when you play against guys back to back to back to back. Their techniques, their attributes, their their things that they do and you pick up on. I find in, in, in series like this, coaching is very, it's it's not even needed because everyone knows their assignment, like you said. You're yeah. just going back and forth. You know what the other guy's going to do. They know what you're going to do. And let's just go to war. That's that what the, it is. That's the beauty of it. Like I missed out on two summers because of COVID and like just getting so many more reps against those top end guys. Yeah, like, reps. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, you you learn their uh, you know you learn their habits. You learn their uh, tendencies. Right. That's the word. That's I'm the word. For. It's like yeah. okay, um, you know, when I played like like Cody Jameson was on Six Nations. We played him. I played him ten times this summer. You know, I played two years in the NL. I played him three times. Right. Like that's full two years. This is one summer. Like. How much you learn from playing a guy 10 times, matching up with him, what he likes to do, where he likes to shoot for him. Like, that's going to help me so much in the NOL. Um, what does he like to do? He looks tough to guard on TV. Is it tough in real life? Yeah, man. He's, I mean, he's, yeah, he's one of the best to ever do it, really. So, um, yeah, we had a good battle this summer. Me and him got pretty familiar. Um, <laughs> but he's a competitor, and, and he's won a lot. So, um, I have a lot of respect for him. But, um definitely on the floor uh he's he's tough tough to play against and uh it's a good battle i'm getting my um winter tires on and i gotta get my oil changed and i know the guy who does it then i don't know how much it costs like two three hundred bucks to get everything done he's like if you can just get me like an autograph something of cody jameson i'll just do it for free so right now i'm on the hunt for uh, cody jameson i saw him at the ale house saturday so i saw him at the ale house friday so i gotta dm him i gotta get his autograph so i can get my winter tires on yeah <laughs> that's, that's like, funny that's uh that's great though that's uh it's funny when you put it that way yeah you had a whole nll season and just a couple months exactly man so like i'm so grateful like obviously it was amazing to win and like our team was so veteran like they won four in a row now so a lot of guys on that team had won the three previous and that's like mind-blowing to me because it's such a grind i'm like man you guys have done this three years in a row like just on your body like the toll it takes but um yeah we had so many veteran guys i was like probably the least veteran guy on that team which was like a little bit more you're saying like you're sitting in the corner being quiet like i was a little more like that on that team because it's like these guys have all been here so i'm more just like all ears you know yeah um but just just uh being able to play for them and, and a lot of those guys are from peterborough so um they get that hometown experience like i kind of got um they get that pretty much every weekend so it, it means a lot to them right and uh for them to just bring me in and and be a part of it i was just grateful to like really be there and, and contribute and so uh yeah i was super fortunate to be on that team and it just showed me so much about what a uh what it takes to win and and win at the highest level and i'm just super grateful to get that experience what's one thing that you learned in order to to, to win what's one thing you took in and, and transferred over to philly definitely um um i think kind of like i touched on there like from both the teams i've been on that one uh championships in the last year there it's like just everyone knowing their role, role. yeah yeah knowing yeah. your role and and accepting your role yeah and and um showing up and obviously you got to uh you know you got to work hard and be physical and do all those things but it's like okay i'm not the guy to i'm not the guy that's going to go score us a goal but i know that i need to go out there and i need to make the guy i'm covering's life difficult yeah. and i need to wear on him because this is a seven game series right and i think when you have a team full of guys that know their role and accept their role and and embrace their role that's when you're set up for success that's awesome yeah and to be able to experience it and actually win, it'd be frustrating going through it year after year, knowing what it takes to win, but you just can't get to the other side. It's hard to win, man. Any, it's so anything, tough. Anything, it's hard to win, and you can't take that for granted either. I mean, I was at at Brock. I was in three different finals, only one one. I was in two two semifinals. Like, I was super close, and that that is what I think, you know, that one felt really good winning at Brock because I was close so many times mm. that that one was, and it was the first one. Like I won the Manor this summer. So it was like last year, school season one and all season we lost in the playoffs. Then summer one, but that was my first summer senior A. So it's like, you know, I didn't, I mean on that team you do expect to win cause they've won three in a row, but like it wasn't like Brock where I put in five years and we were so close and I saw guys leave that should have won. And so that, that one meant a lot for sure. 
what you um what are you studying uh, I'm done now. You're, I finished my uh, master's of science, applied health science. Yes. So remember we were talking about was health economics. Yes, I remember yeah. that. So I, I wanted to ask you about your your career options and the NLL lifestyle. I know a lot of people within the NLL they work other jobs, they and then they play lacrosse. Like, do how are you navigating that aspect of your life? Of okay, I, I'm gonna have a career, but I'm gonna have a career in the NLL. Like, how, how's that going? Yeah, honestly, that's something I'm gonna have to figure out. But um, I just actually got a job. I uh, start next Monday. Oh, where at? Yeah, so it's uh, Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario. Oh, congrats, um, man. Yeah, and it's, um, so it's actually in Ottawa, but uh, I'm working remote. Okay. So I can stay in St. Catharines, and, and it's a research coordinator job. So basically, kind of similar to what I was doing, like working on research projects and just kind of facilitating. Yeah. Um, How that'll look like, I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, I was uh, I was in the the job hunt rat race for the last like couple of months and it was it was tough man like because they have to accommodate the nll season too right you know yeah like, is that what makes it tough well i don't know i think just i mean my field is obviously pretty competitive um so uh a lot of the positions required previous work experience which i didn't have so um i'm just kind of happy to be starting yeah. something and like just feels like a weight off my shoulders to just know okay you know I'm in a spot that my degree got me to, um, you know, it's in the field that I want to be in and, and, uh, a role that I want to do. So, uh, no, it's great. I'm looking forward to it. And the whole balancing, uh, I mean, school was great for the NOL cause you could just sort yes. of, you know, have your work done early or, or, you know, you're do not in the hotel on the road. Yeah. Or... Like it's so flexible. Right. But, uh, work will definitely be a challenge, but you know, I spoke with them about, they know, that play and that Fridays are are tough and stuff like that. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to figuring that out. I've always thought that was one of the best things about professional lacrosse is just that switch in lifestyle change really quickly. You get to go on the road and travel and get to play in front of thousands of people. I just think that's a, a really rare and cool thing that you guys get to do. Yeah, man, it is cool. Like, you're in these different cities all the time. You're going out for a nice meal. Like, yeah. you're with the boys. And, like, you know, then you get to play in some city. Bunch of fans there. Go out after, you know. Like, that's actually something that we'll say every now and then. It's like, what would you do on a weekend if you weren't a lacrosse? Like, what would you do every weekend? You just go go out, drink. Like, you know, like, sort of like a non-NLL person would do like we're, we're so fortunate to have it and yeah. like to get paid and, and do this you love it like it is such a nice break like to get away from life and it's like yes a whole nother release right like obviously guys you know guys play pickup hockey or they you know they have everyone has their thing, thing but for us it's like to do it at the highest level and and you know, that's why you see guys just play as long as they can. It's like, why would you ever give this up? Yeah, you're you getting know? paid to fucking play a sport that you love. Yeah, it's with, like with all your buddies with all your buddies. over the world, with a bunch of fans there. Like, it's it's, it's pretty it's pretty unreal. I remember. Did you ever go to the Prague tournament? No, no. I think no. I asked you about this last time. Yeah, and I remember going there, and you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just a guy playing lacrosse. But there's fans there. People love yeah. lacrosse. It's, you know, his fans are people asking for your autograph. I'm just like, what are you? I'm a guy that works at a hotel. What are you doing asking me for my? You know, it's just it's a it's an interesting sport where people around the world love it. You just have to find the community that will embrace you, and it's great. The yeah. NLL is an incredible league. That uh, it's a special league. It's really nice. Yeah, it's really unique, yeah. and that's what guys say too. It's like you know, we're signing autographs on the weekend, and then guys are back to like you know being a teacher, working at the city, or whatever on Monday. It's yeah. like you know, you go from like kind of these two different lifestyles, but no, it's definitely feel really fortunate uh to be able to play and and it's a unique league in that sense absolutely um physically how do you feel you look good yeah man i feel good i feel like i'm in some of the best shape of my life right now like obviously playing that whole summer season like yeah was so good like like coming off the manor like i honestly was back in the gym like we won saturday i was back in the gym on tuesday like you're nuts no cap like I was, you know, I didn't take much time off because I was really focused on this Halifax game. Like, I was like, I just want to get to that. Like, that's honestly been my mentality the whole time. It's like, as soon as I won, it was like, what's next? You know, like I would never have imagined winning a man cup. But like, once I won it, it was like, okay, what's next? You know, that's been kind of my mentality my whole life. Like sports, school, regardless, it's like, don't rest on what you've done. 
you know, keep reaching for what's next. And obviously having the Halifax game as the season opener, I was like, I really want to be ready for that game. And and so I think it was great. Like I wasn't working, so I, I wasn't working pretty much all summer. I finished my master's thesis in like the middle of July. So defended it, was done. Um, so that was off my plate and then we were in playoffs. So I was like, okay, I'll just be a lax player. You know, it was pretty, uh, we were playing like three or four times a week. So it was like, that's so much lacrosse. It was crazy, man. Uh, You don't know. Have you ever played a game of lacrosse? It's takes everything out. And this is senior a like physical, you're playing on concrete, best in the world. Like, so, uh, I was like, okay, I'll just in the summer, in the summer, like those rinks are hot. Yeah. Commuting two, three hours every game. So. Yeah, so I just was, um, I just kind of enjoyed playing that. I was like, let's try and win a man or like just focus on that. And then we finished that. And then I kind of got back on the, uh, back on the like applying to jobs train. So I was doing that pretty much the last two months. But I was like really focusing on like eating clean and working out and stuff because I had like this time to really focus on it, not working and stuff. So um, I think I, I learned a lot of good habits from that. And I just, you know, I'm in my third year now, so it's time to like, like, I feel like I'm getting older. I'm 24, but at the same time, it's like, I haven't even really hit my prime. Mm. When you look at like NHL and like, you don't even really hit your prime till 25, 26 physically. Right. So I'm like, now's the time to start to ramp it up even more. So yeah, I feel good. I'm like, I'm injury free completely. And, and, uh, yeah, knock on wood, but I've, uh, I've uh, been taking care of my body and now I'm starting to learn more about like doing mobility work and like things I never used to do. Like I used to stretch, but actually going to the gym and doing like a full mobility workout, like opening everything up and, and just, so I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm starting to learn more as I get older and, and just keep improving as an athlete. You know, that's my number one thing. So you said, you know, I want to focus on what's next and you're like the Halifax game. So now that's over. So now what's next? Now, up next is Georgia in two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, okay, the next now game. Now it's just like, I mean, obviously like what's next next is, you know, we want to win this year, but, uh, you know, that's always your goal, whatever season you're on is to win. But now it's just when you're in the grind of the season, it's just next game, refocus, reset, who are we playing? What's the film, you know? Staying in the gym, staying uh, healthy, all that stuff is an everyday thing. Yeah. You been in the sauna a lot? I don't... My gym doesn't have a sauna. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I wish it did. Uh, I, I do like them. But I know after um, after the manor, we were doing uh, ice baths every night. And that made oh, a huge difference. Oh, that would feel difference. good. That made a huge difference. So, um, like, if I could have an ideal place, it would be, like, somewhere with a cold plunge and a sauna. Because that stuff is huge. And, like, massage or chiropractor, like, a lot of guys do that. Yeah. I don't at the moment, but, yeah. Yeah, stretching is big. I'll go to the gym just to stretch and go to the sauna. Like, I'll yeah. lift a little. Yeah. Like, I'll go and stretch, go in the sauna, take a cold shower, jump back in the sauna. Yeah, it just makes home. you feel good. Like, I've been doing, like, because a regular, like, NLL week you'd leave on, like, a Friday. So you get back on Sunday, you're usually pretty banged up after the game. So Monday, it's like, go in there, just get a sweat on. Tuesday would be like hard workout. Like I want to push myself Tuesday. And then I usually take like a Wednesday off, recover from the workout Monday, Tuesday. And then Thursday, what I've been doing now is like go in there, mobility, ride the bike a little bit, like just an hour. Mm. And I, my body's been feeling so good now because that was something that I had to learn my first couple of years was like. My first year in the league, I was like really lifting a lot of weights and then I tried to keep that up and I was like almost sore by the weekend. And even last year I was doing that too because last year we came off COVID and I was just like working out like a madman. Like we would have Brock practice and I would go to the gym after. Oh, you psycho. I was going crazy. I didn't have a day off for like a month at Brock because I was like, I need to be ready for this NLL season. Oh. And we were practicing four or five times a week, but every t- time we were off, I was just like going crazy. And then I was like kind of in that mindset. We started um, the season and I was like coming into the game sore. And I was like, I can't, there's no point in playing sore. You know, there's no point. I should be planning my week that I feel a hundred percent for Saturday. Right. Okay. And that's just, that's just what, what comes with experience. Like you got to just figure it out from doing it and and so now that i'm yeah more 
experience of being back on the road and and what you want to eat and how you want to train like i think you know that's uh what's going to help me take the next steps for me that's awesome and the lessons you've learned the past three years and then ll and now you're learning from them and competing against the best players week after week after week in the world the best players in the world yeah man it's exciting to see what your future holds must be exciting for you too man you're competing with the best in the world yeah how many eight billion people nine billion something like that there's a lot there's a lot of people out here and you've carved away out of nova scotia to play in the nll yeah it's kind of cool no that's a uh it's a really that's cool a good thing. segment honestly because i did want to talk about a little bit like i think the last couple times i was on here like i really wanted to you know you want to be humble whenever you do these things and you want to um you know try and say like oh i was really fortunate that this happened or i was lucky but i think something that has come up recently when i talked to other guys like draper jordan mckenna uh, Keaton Brown recently was was just at uh, Halifax training camp. Like these guys who are starting to get their feet wet in the NLL, the amount of sacrifice that it takes to really chase your goal, whether that be anything, you know, I think some people really don't understand. And for me, like you know, I, I've lived in Ontario now seven years. You know, the amount of time that I spent away from my family and my friends is like I'll never get that time back. And and yeah, when I when I get to play in Halifax and like it all comes back and, and I realize it's worth it why I did that. But saying that it wasn't in a, a massive amount of hard work and sacrifice isn't doing it justice. Right. And I think, you know, I had the right people in my corner. My parents supported me the entire way and they knew this is your dream. Go chase it. They were never like, Oh, we want you to come home. We miss you. Like obviously they miss me, but they're not saying, Oh, why don't you come home? Yeah. You know, they were saying, go do it. This is what you want. Go chase it. And I think, you know, even talking to Draper recently, it's like the amount of sacrifice. Like I actually sent him a text because, you know, he uh, he was on, he just got put on the practice Cracked squad. the squad, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, he's flying from Halifax to Colorado. Like that's some of the worst travel in the league. Middle America. Seriously, right? <clears throat> and, and, and you can't play out here in the winter. There's no leagues to play. So it's like kind of tough if you're sitting on that practice roster and you're not getting game reps but you could play in Ontario right and it's like I'm texting him and he's like yeah man it's tough like I'm at home and I'm I send him a text I'm like big league big sacrifices right and I think that is a message that people need to understand if you really want to make that uh make that jump whatever it be hockey like think about the guys who did it from here for hockey Shane Bowers my buddy obviously we all know Shane he left home at like 15 dude like the sacrifices that you have to make to chase these dreams are are massive and i think that's something that sort of doesn't go unnoticed but like guys don't realize that until they have to make that big sacrifice and if you're not willing to it's going to be very hard mm-hmm. so you got me thinking it's crazy it's a lot of sacrifice leaving the house leaving yeah. mom and dad's the comfort of everything the fit the social life the food being cooked for you all your buddies that you grew up with that you already know and you're already friends like all the inside jokes you have with people and it's just to get a laugh and then you go to somewhere else and it's like i gotta i gotta you know show these people who i am and you you know you it's a lot man it's a lot it's 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 funny it's a game of lacrosse but it's really a game of life it's like you're going to play lacrosse for sure but moving your body around to different parts of the world you gotta you gotta sacrifice a lot yeah it's a shitload of work and uh yeah, like I said, obviously it was it was worth it, no doubt. Like I don't regret any of it, but it's like people just need to understand that if you really want something, you're gonna have to give up other things. You're gonna have to make these hard decisions, and and um, you know if you don't think that you know if you think that you're gonna be able to stay at home and keep your life the way it is to do something that's not ordinary, um, you're wrong. Right. Well said, man. Yeah. Really well said. Yeah. Um feeling the love right now from all those sacrifices you've made over the past year for like this must be the week of your life you know yeah exactly this this must be it you must feel all the love yeah this is like one of the school because honestly man like even when i was i think back to when i first went up there and um you know honestly like i think the reception when i first when you first leave i think people almost look at you like you think maybe you're better than them or like oh why couldn't you do it from here so I think I didn't get a lot of that love when I was on my come up 
and and rightfully so that's the way it works you know but I always kind of just knew in the back of my head one day one day one day be patient it's gonna happen and now it's like the amount of love I'm getting I can't even express what it means like it's it means so much but at the same time it's like when you look back from a personal perspective it's like that's what happens when you're dedicated to the grind and eventually you you know they say eventually you become undeniable right like people aren't talking about you eventually you give them no choice yeah and that's sort of how how it felt obviously this game has been three years in the making too so it really taught me the patience having it canceled twice and covid covid definitely taught me that too like something i've learned in the past couple years is just like being patient and and if you're doing those right things and you're being a good person like good comes back to you you know yeah well said man dude you're wise as hell that's awesome thank you like i I love just sitting here talking listening to you what's on the agenda i was thinking about i was thinking about this chat for a little bit and obviously like you know i think this whole week it was so much self-reflection like it was like the boys are asking me to give my reason why I play. I, I had the assembly at my junior high. So yeah. it was like a lot of looking back at reflection. Yeah. Reflection. And, and I think that's really good. You know, it's like you understand why you are where you are. But at the same time, I want to be honest with myself and, and with the people listening. Like it didn't come without tons of hard work and, and sacrifice, dedication. And obviously, like you said, it kind of all lined up. The stars all aligned to play in Halifax, you know, if I didn't go try out for the U17 Team Canada team, who knows where I would have been. Like, mm. it's fate as, as well, and, and you know, you have to have faith, and, you know, I feel super blessed, but it was also a lot of hard work and behind the scenes that, that people don't always see. Yeah, It's exciting that it's just starting too, man. I'm excited to see what happens with you. It's going to yeah. be wicked. Yeah, it's going to be good. Man. What's on the agenda from now till uh, you leave? Yeah, just <coughs> honestly, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much free now, like, gonna go hang out with some buddies tonight probably catch a football game nice probably go uh tomorrow play hockey with my old man oh yeah where are you playing at yeah i think uh there's skates in dartmouth so okay, nice it's nice i always get home with uh all his hockey buddies they're all at the game too so i'm sure they'll be uh i'm sure they'll be chirping me oh yeah i was uh, <laughs> i was skating with a guy today that's friends with your dad john oh, i forget his last name he's uh, uh he's gonna listen to this and kill me i don't know his last name john he's a good friend of your dad okay yeah and, i know a few uh, johns but, yeah and yeah. he was uh he was saying he was at the game yeah 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 so uh no i'm looking forward to that i always get on the ice with my dad and his buddies when i'm home and and that's you know i've been playing with them like since i was a little kid yeah so. that's the best eh? yeah, yeah it's awesome so always, always making funny and stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. pacer big dog coming in here now yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. it's cool to see all them too like you know they're like 50 60 years old but they're all in there chirping like yeah. we would in our high school hockey dressing room yeah you know? exactly. it's like it doesn't change and that just what keeps you uh keeps you young and keeps you uh you know, having fun. Yeah, so. It's the best part about home. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, Pacer, I want to thank you for coming on the show, buddy. You know, I love having you here. This isn't going to be the last time. No, I were, no, we're, uh, uh, we're an annual thing now pretty much. Yes. I mean, I don't know that last one. I think it's been like a year and a half or two years now. Has it? No. So, cause I feel like you that, were on the, for the pandemic. Like you, that was last, last year. time I was on was, uh, for the camp, the, but that was, yeah. So you're, that was like not this summer, the summer before. Yeah, okay, maybe you're right. Yeah. Man, man, time's going. It's going quick. 31 today. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Appreciate I saw that. it. That's awesome. 31. That's why I brought your coffee. <laughs> That's the gift, eh? Hey, I love it. I appreciate it. I still think that stick is a gift. I tell people about the, the stick I have. Yeah. Uh, who's the captain? Shout out uh, Kyle Matisse. Kyle Matisse. I, I saw you. Uh, the, I think the Thunderbirds posted it, the little video you yeah. like, threw on the ball, and you had the wing stick. No one picked up on that. I know. I was going to comment <laughs> something, but I was like, you know, pre-game. Don't want to give any motivation, right? <laughs> I saw that. And I, I didn't even think about it until after the video was posted. I was like, oh, yeah, that's the Wings captain's stick. That's all right. That's how you uh, stay unbiased. <laughs> I guess. So. Okay, that's fair. But no, I still tell people about that. I still can't believe I have that stick. Yeah, man. All right, Happy Pacer. birthday. Thank you. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me again. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Everyone listening, you know, come on. Do what you want to do. Work your ass off. Go and for you, it. You can just go for it, man. It's Monday, the beginning of the week. You got four more days to figure out what you want to do. Work hard. I guess you can do. You can work forever. But we were at the gym this morning, and some guy was complaining in the in the in the dressing or in the locker room. He goes, "Oh, Monday." I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's Monday. You fucking, you got all week to figure it out. Let's go." And yeah. the guy was like pissed. I was like, "No, man, Monday's the best." Like, fucking. 
Yeah. Go yeah. play in the NLO. <laughs> Work your bag off. Yeah. Awesome. All, All right, right, man. All right, Thanks. peace. I was born, nothing is promised. My life is filled with less hope than the prophecies in Nostradamus. Omega marks the ending of predictability, birth of agility. Who will it be to test me and expose the futility? I am like a lion from Zion. Stop trying so hard. I think I smell your brain cells frying. The family's behind you if you're worthy. Philosophies developed deep in the back streets of dirty jersey. Troops with scully hats and Timberland boots. No more breakdancing for loot. Niggas hustling shoot. In the garden state, it grows stink weeds and criminals. Government funds are minimal. A precious subliminal. These days, it's hard for we to find peace of mind. Between insanity and sanity, there lies a thin line. Some dwell in hotels with Jezebels. A stone age and fall a victim to the plague. Unclean bad dreams. Oh, I cleft being a fiend. One last kiss from my sweet serpentine. Eliminate, break, navigate to rejuvenate Thoughts of suicide with my nickel plate Reconsolation came from my enemy friend Who said family don't bend, we stay silent to the end Now who would think that your best friend Would be your worst enemy and your enemy your best friend Stare into the air, inspiration from the atmosphere I think of old ghosts that ain't even here Like Alex Haley, take notes of this biography My family tree consists of street refugees A ghetto land where we talk slang Stolen cars bang like my chitty bang bang shebang fed the head we ain't selling cocaine today so refrain and let my family reign okay just walk in the streets death could take you away it's never guaranteed that you see the next day at night the evil armies of shaitan don't play so defend the family that's the code to obey but if i fall asleep and death takes me away don't be surprised son i wasn't put here to stay at night the evil army of shaitan don't play so the family sticks together and we never betray no cops around, 52,000 in cash, I don't want no saving points Have the money ready, I smell something fishy Your wife's in my custody, once for us move, you find a body in the sea That's the voice of the kid, that's the kidnapper I do my work and then I catch my ticket to Jamaica Meet me in the alley, make sure you bring the money This ain't the 70s, I'm far from a jack My circle, it can't be broken, open cut, don't it provoke it Racket, promote it, token, choking, all they words like smoking Cause we soft spoken, doesn't mean that we forgotten Your booty smell rotten and one day you will be gotten See jokers is scatterbrain They focus is unrestrained My army is trained You never find us beeping in vain Cause I seem fire and I seem rain You claim fame while modest niggas remain I can judge a character like Edo judge a verdict And if you bring a threat I give you sex if I ain't heard it See poppin' shit's about your attitude and how you word it I seen the biggest niggas on the blocks get murdered And they deserve it Or so the beast said when they served it That shit is nervous So what's my purpose, family? We must preserve it Your numbers retire I hope you like the hell by You can scream and murder She wrote like Shaka Demons and fly Just walk in the streets, death could take you away It's never guaranteed that you see the next day at night the evil armies of shaitan don't play so defend the family that's the code to obey if i should fall asleep and dead take me away don't be surprised son i wasn't put here to stay at night the evil armies of shaitan don't play so the family stick together and we never betray we used yeah. to jump rope but now we gun hope busting shots off of project rooftop sending signals with the blunt smoke I don't talk a lot if you can't hold it in lock if you think lip sync shit imagine four block clips i hold a glass of remy martin getting milk spot the cartons extorting the lightweights for thinking they important the night pays in heavenly ways ain't nothing free guys knowledge in your family and step into your bi you see i stay on top of shit like a fly my niggas reach when we got beef then jet down the south beach your mouthpiece is yapping i hear it in your rap and my family is sick so that bullshit can never yeah, happen just walk in the streets death could take you away it's never guaranteed that you see the next day at night the evil army and shaitan don't play so defend the family that's the code to obey if I should fall asleep and death take me away Don't be surprised, son, I wasn't put here to stay At night, the evil armies of Shaitan don't play So the family stick together and we never betray Bust your whole head, kid. I swear to God, this is Shannon Bricks. I get paid to knock people out, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I cut chill, don't even hold me. Yo, word them up, I, I work your chill, yo. I'm with the Fugees, what? You know what I'm saying? What?
Now this happened to be the one and only spider from the Refugee Crew. So you are allowed to Refugee eliminate drum pen in the dance hall session. Cause we don't play with sound clash. Sound boy can make back. Any pussy tested. Strumming the plates with our fingers. Eliminate sounds with the songs. Killing a sound boy with this sound. Killing a sound boy. With this sound, no, taking no, sound no, boys' no, lives. With this dog, killing him softly. You With this sound. You request this, request so we, 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 we. we.